0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: It's February 17th, 2023, and I hope you're hungry, Awesomes, or if you aren't, you will be soon, because today we are having a little Snack Fest here on Sorta Awesome. It's Snack Festivus Day today, and I am thrilled to tell you that I am joined by my dear friend, my longtime co-host, everybody's favorite bringer of the snacks and the recipes, Kelly Gordon. Hi, Kelly.
0: Hi, everybody. Hey, Meg. I don't know. Do I have any recipes for snacks? I don't Mm. think so. I feel like this is a recipe-free zone for me for the most part because that's what makes snacks so great—is that they're just something that you can buy, grab,
1: eat, done. I put into the sort of awesome slack into our show ideas channel. I was like, I'm craving a show about snacks. Any takers? And Kelly was like, me, I'll do it. I'll talk snacks with you. Yeah. And the funny thing, you guys, is
0: that at first when she said it, I was like, that's such a fun idea, but I don't think I eat that many snacks. And then I was like, well, let's just think about it. (laughs) Oh, oh, actually, I do have a lot to say.
1: So much to say about snacks. Once I started putting my list together, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I love snacks. Who doesn't love a snack? I know. So, we are going to be talking about our favorite sweet snacks, our favorite savory snacks. I want to talk about a trip down memory lane, childhood snacks. Maybe we'll even talk about some road trip snacks. We're <gasps> going to cover all of yeah. the bases for the snacking goodness today here on Sort of Awesome. So, like I said, if you weren't hungry before, I think you will be soon. I know I'm ready for a snack right now. So I'm Meg Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you have been looking for amazing women to connect with and a community that will support you no matter what age or stage of life you're in, I'm so thrilled to tell you that you've come to the right place because Sorta Awesome is not just a podcast, it's also your community on the go. So we would love to have you connect with us outside of your podcast app. In one of our communities on social media, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook to find us there. And if you just can't get enough awesome, if spending your Fridays with us is no longer enough, then my friend, this is your sign that it's time for you to become a superstar awesome. Superstar awesomes are what we call our Patreon supporters. And when you sign up to support us on Patreon, you get access to hours upon hours of bonus episodes that were created exclusively for our superstars. Kelly, I have to tell you, just this week, someone texted me through the superstars texting, which I'll talk about in a second, that she was listening to the backlist of all the bonus episodes. And she had just listened to an episode that you and I did in March of 2021 for a sort of spicy series called Kelly versus purity culture. Do you remember that? Vaguely. So long ago, It was was, two years ago.
0: It was two years, but it was like pandemic years. So yeah, I don't even know. It It feels a lot longer than two years ago.
1: I actually had kind of forgotten about that one too, but she texted, she was like, I just listened to the purity culture when it was so great. It was amazing. Thank you. That you guys, there's like an untold number of hours, genuinely of past episodes, we've got the ongoing Sort of Spicy series, but years ago, we did a Sort of Taboo Mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. That's for the OGs. That's for the real ones. If you remember Sort of Taboo, we have monthly overflows. So you get bonus episode every month where we're just chit chatting about life. You do get a number for texting us. We send you texts. You can text us your thoughts, text us your pictures of your family, text us your favorite TikTok of the week, There's so much. And this isn't even everything. There's a Facebook group. There's like all kinds of stuff. We're doing superstar lives. I was up late last night as we're recording Kelly up late last night with the superstars. We had the best time doing a spicy book show and tell. There's so much.
0: It's a hangout. We call the hangout group on Facebook the hangout. But now we are like kicking it up a notch. We It's a real hangout if you're a superstar.
1: Yes. It is. And it's really easy to get signed up. You can go to patreon.com slash sword awesome to get signed up and it's $5 a month. Or if you want to sign up for a whole year, you get a little discount. So if you're being economically minded, you can get a little discount when you sign up for a whole year of support. So, Kelly, I cannot wait to get to the snack talk. I know we have so much to cover, but first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you're new to Sorta Awesome, Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little more awesome right now. It could be a book or a TV show, movie, a podcast, a product, something that's bringing the gold and the sparkle to our days. Kelly, I know what your Awesome of the Week is. I know what mine is. We're like so on the cutting edge of things right now.
0: We are. You guys, (laughs) I'm going very outside of type right now, but I was kind of thinking, I mean, can I just spoiler alert this, that we're both bringing TV shows.
1: Yes. And they're both current. They're both new.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I feel like this is the time. I mean, we are definitely in a golden age of television. That's just, yes. you know, we can goes without saying. But also this time of year, when even if you live in a place with winter and you like winter, you're like kind of over it, you know, <laughs> we're Like, yes. okay, I just need something new and a little different. And so we're all turning to the TV and oh my word, mm. there's so much good stuff out there. So, so much. I'm just going to jump in and say yeah. that my awesome of the week is a show you guys picture if you have seen the Shit's Creek, David GIF of him saying, I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about this TV show. It's on Apple TV. It's called Shrinking. Okay. So it just came out at the very end of January. They're still dropping new episodes. They come out every Friday. So the same day as the podcast. Great day. So, that, you know, we're by no means can you go right now and binge the whole thing. There's like three or four episodes and you're just getting into it. It is a show that is written and produced, maybe showrun by Bill Lawrence. That is the creator of Ted Lasso, Scrubs, oh, oh. lots of other really good hit TV. Yeah, It stars Jason Segal and Harrison yes. Ford. What a pair. What a pair. And Jessica Williams, Luke Tenney, there's some great actors in this. The idea of the show is that there is a therapist who's himself is going through a hard time. And he, in the very first episode, you know, his patients are coming to him and you guys, they are therapists listening to this. I'm sure you're going to understand this. People come to him and they're like, yeah, I just, I'm so stuck, but also I don't want to change.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, they're like just, that's relatable.
0: Okay. Right. And he's <laughs> always like, uh-huh. Tell me how that makes you feel. <laughs> so he's dealing with his own hard stuff and all of his patients won't do anything. And so he kind of just loses it. There's this moment where he breaks and there's a woman who's saying basically like, oh, he told me he hates me and I'm super stupid, but then he said he loved me. So it's fine. And he's like, oh, my word, your husband is a narcissist and emotionally abusive. This has been two years. He's not going to change. He doesn't care about you. You need to leave him. <laughs> and she goes, OK. And so she does. And so he starts <laughs> to realize that if he just goes off the rails a little bit, he just yells at them. <laughs> tells them more like the truth telling instead of just like right. reflecting back to them. Like, well, how does that make you feel? Huh? Right. right. He's just like, no, you got to do something about this. And so Harrison Ford plays the person who owns the clinic where he okay. works. Mm-hmm. It's like the interaction between them. Jason Segal's character also has a daughter. He's newly widowed. So that's what he's going through. Okay. So it's the relationship between all of these different people, another woman yeah. who is a therapist in the office, So there's a lot of therapy jokes, but really it's just about life. What sucked me into this show was somebody said, this is a lot like Ted Lasso in its heart. Mm, You know, the characters are kind of scruffy sometimes, but there's real humanity and goodness. You never walk away from a show, even if it's a show about hard things or people are crying without feeling like we're going to make it.
1: Yeah, We're going to make it together.
0: We need each other. Life is hard. We can be grumpy with each other at times, but we need each other. Yeah. So it is so good. I wish I could play you guys tons and tons of clips just to make you like, oh yeah, I see now. Go online. In our show notes, we will put a link to the trailer. Okay. Low commitment. It's like two and a half minutes. Yeah. That's what sucked me in. That's all it took. It does require an Apple TV subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so... I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I also cut the cord years ago, was like, now we're going to save so much money. And now we oh, have no. Apple, oh my we have Amazon Prime, we have mm-hmm. Hulu, we have Netflix, mm-hmm. we have everything but HBO. Like We have Peacock, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But it's worth it. This is a it. fantastic show. I'm loving it. It is just perfect for where we are right now, I feel like, for mm. processing emotion because he's learning to process emotion and he's helping his clients process emotion in a messy way. Right. And just saying, we can do this. We can move beyond the stuckness or the trauma of the last few years, even. That's what I was
1: going to say. It feels like the timing is really perfect. Maybe this show, I don't know how development works by any means, but maybe this show kind of came into development at a time when people globally are feeling kind of stuck and like not knowing how to move forward and not knowing how to process so it sounds like perfect timing for everybody for this. That's how I feel about it. Exactly. It's
0: just dealing with all the emotions that we sometimes bottle up because we have to, yeah. but we can't stay stuck there. So even right now, I think I'm three episodes in, there's been little moments like Harrison Ford talking to Jason Segel's daughter about grief. Like this is how you can deal with it. And you're like, mm. oh, that's like a whole word. You yeah. know, like I could journal about that. Yes. So there's some really great wisdom in the show. But of course, it's funny. It's touching. It's human. Yes. You'll love it. So look for it shrinking on Apple TV.
1: That sounds so good. I love Jason Sigall. I will watch anything. that I'm trying to think been. of what else he was in. Well, he's been in some more bro-ish comedies like I Love You Man and Forgetting Sarah Marshall okay, are okay. two of the big ones that I love him in. And he was on How I Met Your Mother for years. Okay.
0: He looks the familiar show? to me. Was How I
1: Met Your of- Mother? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the one he was on. That's Yeah, that's he the is. The I know he was on that for sure. But when I said it, I was like, that was the title, right? I never watched it, but I, you know, sort of culturally am aware of it. Yeah. So.
0: And everybody, you know, like Harrison Ford is definitely Harrison Ford, but everybody is a little bit older than maybe you saw them last. So yeah. lots of times I'm watching a TV show and I'm like, that person, their voice. In fact, there's a neighbor on the show and she's a main side character, if you will, because she's kind of coming in as the mother character in many ways to this daughter who lost her yeah. mother. And I was like, "Who? her voice, she looks vaguely familiar. And she used to be on, was it the Drew Carey show?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like She was the She main... played Mimi?
0: No, no, no. His best friend.
1: Oh, I, I know exactly name. who you're talking about. She yes. was on Scrubs too. I can't yes. remember the actress's name. That. But I know exactly who you're talking about. Anyway,
0: it's funny how we're watching TV shows now and
1: we're like, wait a minute. Yes. <gasps>
0: oh, 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 I know
1: you. So it's yes. filled with fantastic
0: people. Go watch it. Oh my
1: goodness. Okay. Well, we will have the link for that for you guys in the show notes. And I also have a TV show. Unlike Kelly's, mine is completely bingeable. It's on Hulu and it's called Extraordinary. (gasps) Okay. This was
0: on my (laughs) list. This is on my list. I haven't gotten to it yet. I think it was also on Disney. It's on Disney too. It's on Disney too. I think that's where I saw it was like a Disney fed me an ad for it. Okay.
1: Okay. This was not on my radar. That my friend Grace texted and she was just texting me about the show. And then I was like, well, what's the show? I need to go check it out. I watched it immediately. It's entirely bingeable. It's eight episodes and it's a comedy, so they're pretty short. So if you have a weekend, if you just need some downtime, if you're stuck in bed with a winter sickness, Mm. whatever the thing is, if it's just too cold to go outside, you guys watch Extraordinary. Except I do have to tell you off the top, Okay, this show is hilarious and so poignant, and I love it. I'm probably going to rewatch it, but I need to tell you one word to describe this show. I hate saying this word that, Kelly, you need to know it's raunchy. <laughs>
0: it is? That surprises me. Okay, I don't even really remember. I just put it down on my list. Like, you need to watch this show. It's in my list, you know? It's raunchy. At least she didn't use yeah. the M word. I was like, she can't <laughs> use that word to describe a TV show. That's the word that's like, I'm done. It's I'm fair out. To that. Shut the laptop. I'm done recording. Okay. It's raunchy. It
1: is. I just need everybody to know this. It's British. It's a British show. And I feel like, you know, our European friends have a lot, you know, less hang ups about incorporating sexual humor and those kinds of things into their storylines. It's not like unwatchably raunchy, it makes it so much funnier. But if you are sensitive to those things, and I'm like, how is this on Disney Plus? Because this is not what I would consider. (laughs) Disney programming. I watched it on Hulu. But okay, so here's the setup for Extraordinary, as I have given you the content warnings (laughs) that you need to know. Okay, so Extraordinary takes place in a world that's just like our regular modern life, except in the universe of Extraordinary, everybody has a superpower. When you turn 18, you get a superpower. Some people can fly, some people can walk through walls. Our main character's mom has the ability to hack electronics. I don't know. They're very creative superpowers. It's not just your typical superpower thing. So pretty much everyone gets a superpower when you turn 18. Our main protagonist is named Jen. She's 25 and she's never gotten her superpower. And so her quest and like her navigating what to do, she's kind of stuck. It's interesting that there's this tie in to shrinking. Because Jen also, as a character, she feels really stuck. She is romantically frustrated. She has a casual hookup that she's way more into than he's into her. She wants to do something with her career, but she just works in this retail store. She's living with a Is she like an outcast
0: because she doesn't have a superpower? Or is she just hiding
1: it? No, she's not hiding it. Most everybody knows she doesn't have one. And it's just kind of accepted. It's like people kind of feel sorry for her. I mean, she has friends. She has a job you know, her family tries to be as supportive as they can, even though they all have superpowers. But it's like this huge thing in her life, as you can imagine, that everyone around her has a superpower for the most part, and she doesn't have one. And so the first eight episodes really follow her as she's trying to figure out. In the opening episodes, she decides to DIY some kind of technique to make her power appear. So she does all these crazy things to like put herself under stress or whatever to (laughs) to be able to get her power to appear. In fact, I am going to tell you a little bit of a spoiler. She decides to go to the dentist. She has terrible dentist anxiety. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go to the dentist and I'm going to have no medication. I'm going to have, you know, procedure done. And that will be scary enough to get my power to appear. Because
0: you need to like be under stress. There's got to be adrenaline
1: to, okay. So the dentist superpower is that she creates without her doing it, she creates a soundtrack for whatever emotion her patients are feeling as they come to her office. And so when Jen is like walking down the hallway to the dentist appointment, there's like this ominous music playing. And then (laughs) when she finally gets in the chair and starts to relax, the music becomes a little bit more upbeat and happy. And there's like these really clever superpowers that you find in this universe. But mostly it's about Jen and her friendships. She Liz with her best friend, Carrie. They've been friends since they were kids. Carrie's power is that she's a medium for dead people to speak through her. And so that's an interesting part of the plot. It's so funny. It is one of the few shows where I was shaking with laughter as I was yeah. watching it. It's also so poignant. There's several points where I cried. It's so good. I love it so much. I've been telling all of my friends, personally, like, have you watched Extraordinary? If you watch Extraordinary, tell me because I want to talk about it. It's on Hulu. Again, content warning, be prepared. It is a grown-up show only, even though it's on Disney. It's so good, Kelly. I hope you watch it because I want to talk to you about it.
0: Yes, I will. Because my show is only coming out with new episodes on Friday, which was a little shocking. I didn't really look at that when I first started to watch it because I didn't watch it the first day it came out. So I was just going through episodes and all of a sudden it was done. (laughs) You're like, wait, what? (laughs) What? The way that we watch video content today. Right. What do you mean I have to wait? So maybe I'll fill in with
1: extraordinary. Definitely do it. Do it because you can totally binge it all. Okay. So those are our awesomes of the week. We'll put links in the show notes if you guys want to go check them out yourselves. And of course, we always want to hear what's awesome in your life. So again, come find us in one of our social media communities where we talk about Awesome of the Week every Friday. On Instagram, we're at Sorta Awesome Show. And you can come over to Facebook and the Sorta Awesome Hangout. We would love to have you join us there. So Kelly and I have so much snack talk to get to. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Hey, awesomes. Lots of us are thinking about all the ways we can get our life a little bit more organized right now, including our financial futures. And if you don't have life insurance yet, that should be at the top of your list. Fabric by Gerber Life is the easy one-stop shop you need with life insurance and other family finance solutions that are all in one place. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, Surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. And Fabric's new lower prices could mean potentially significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee you can cancel at any time. Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you affordable term life insurance plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more tools to help protect your family's financial future all in an easy online experience. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meatfabric.com slash awesome. That's meatfabric.com slash awesome. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash awesome. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company. Not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Okay, we are back. And Kelly, I have to tell you one of the inspirations for us having this conversation. The reason I got in the mood for snacking is I saw a TikTok that had gone a little viral. It was like over a million likes on it by the time I saw it. And it was just this girl. And she was like, These are the snacks my sister and I ate growing up in an ingredients only household. Have you seen any of this on TikTok? No,
0: I don't even know what that phrase means.
1: <laughs> <Isn't laughs> TikTok's so funny. Like this was, yes. to me, pretty viral. And then I started seeing a lot of these. My daughter, AJ, has accused us of having an ingredients only household. And I'm like, this is how I grew up. I don't know other ways to live. So it refers to a household where there's really not that many ready to eat foods. Okay, so you don't look okay. in the pantry and there's like Pringles and Cheez-Its and whatever. It's the ingredients that you would use in cooking. So it's things like chocolate chips and croutons and peanut okay. butter.
0: <laughs> I would say that my household was very much on the edge of that, okay. because my mom cooked a lot, and That's also true, yes. like income wise, she was just like we yes. don't have money for those pre-made things. Yes. So we did, especially as I got older, I have more chips in the household, yeah. and she would often find deals. So we, we would end up with like eight bags of chips, yes, and then cereal too. Like we did have some breakfast cereal, but that was very limited. You know, like yes, it was, and no sugar. Like if sugar was the first ingredient on the <laughs> box, that was her thing. She's like, if sugar is the first ingredient, I'm not buying it. So it was like Cheerios. Raisin bran. (laughs) Raisin bran, Rice Krispies. You know, like we didn't get Fruit Loops or the marshmallow cereal. Help me. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, which now I buy for myself. (laughs) Eat for dessert. It is dessert. Anyway, yes, yes, I get it. Okay, so that's what an ingredient only household is.
1: I do think that this is partially economical. I grew up very extremely middle class. There are four kids in our family. I know you grew up with four kids. Mm -hmm. I have five kids. You have four kids. Like my mom would go to the grocery store and she would buy some snacks. But when those snacks were gone, that was it. She would not buy more snacks. My children do not know how spoiled they are that mom will, you know, stop by Target and grab some more because we're out of this like when the snacks were gone, they were gone and you were left with the ingredients. And so Kelly, I was laughing about this TikTok and it got me started thinking these are legit snacks that we would make ourselves. Sometimes we would just get American cheese slices and just eat those. Oh yeah. Wait, that's not weird. I (laughs) know, right? My daughter, especially AJ, she's like, that's not a snack, mom. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I survived my childhood with American cheese slices. It's a
0: small food. Right?
1: (laughs) Isn't a snack just a small food? Isn't it just a small food? Can you get much smaller than processed cheese in an individual (laughs) wrapper?
0: (laughs) No. And it came in its own wrapper. It was even a single package. You weren't cutting. I mean, my mom did buy those to make grilled cheese, but she wouldn't usually let us eat it. She bought big blocks of cheese. So if we wanted a (laughs) snack on cheese, we had to get it out and unwrap <laughs> it and like slice something slice off, it. which we obviously didn't do, you know, yes. it's like too much work.
1: Yes. Okay. So sometimes we'd get a little fancy with it and make a cheese and mustard sandwich, just okay. white <laughs> bread, cheese and mustard. Okay. okay. Yes. Feeling fancy. Here's a huge one. I feel like if you didn't grow up eating this as a snack, we don't have very much in common, just peanut butter on a spoon, right?
0: Oh, just so, like so that's what I was going to say. Butter. Not yeah. just a spoonful of peanut butter. But a spoonful of peanut butter that then you top with chocolate chips.
1: Sprinkle with
0: chocolate chips. Thank you. I still eat that for a snack. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I could do that right now. This was what my brother and I, when we were high school age, we would get home before our younger siblings and sometimes the parents weren't there. And so it was always like the TV turned on or, you know, the Nintendo turned on and we would get a soup spoon, not like a serving <laughs> spoon, but a soup spoon <laughs> of peanut yes. butter. You would dot the whole top with chocolate chips yes. and then you would eat the chocolate chips off, but there was still peanut butter. You put more chocolate chips on because you. the ratio has got to be, you know, perfect all the time.
1: Thank you. This is my life. I still do this to this <laughs> day. I will stand at the kitchen counter, get the peanut butter down, scoop, sprinkle the chocolate chips on, take the first bite, sprinkle more chocolate chips. Yes. On. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's how you do it. That is the correct okay. way.
1: Even my kids will just be like, especially the twins and Nico will be like, Mom, can I have a peanut butter spoon? We just call them peanut butter spoons in our house. That's how official they are. We would, as we got older, we would make just spaghetti with butter and salt for a snack. That was pretty common. I feel like our snack line was if I have to cook, it's not a snack. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. We would eat marshmallows right out of the bag, which would make my mother furious because if she bought marshmallows, they were like for a recipe for something and then she'd go to get the... Bag of marshmallows, they'd be like half gone. And then, Yes, what are you? Gonna that make? was a legitimate thing.
0: You know, the marshmallows were bought for hot chocolate or for s'mores or something. So she did not want to come back
1: and find them all gone. Exactly. We were known to eat from time to time. This was not often, but from time to time, my mom would buy a bag of croutons to kind of fancy up our iceberg lettuce salads. <laughs> <laughs> we would just eat the croutons out of the bag. Another one that is a little weird, but I would still do this. We would take oatmeal packets of instant oatmeal. And just rip them open and just eat uncooked. Eat the powder,
0: kind of. Yeah. So this is how far back I am. And this is partly my story because my mom apparently grew up eating oatmeal every day for breakfast. And it was like, okay, probably, you know, overcooked or cold. So she just remembers it as this gray, slimy glop. She never made us oatmeal. We really? never ate oatmeal. So okay. I first had instant oatmeal when I went on a camping trip with my youth group. And I came home and I was like, this stuff is, a." Um, have you heard? You just add boiling water. And she's like, so she would buy it occasionally, like twice a year. She'd buy a box of apple cinnamon, Quaker instant oatmeal for me. apple cinnamon
1: was the best. Yes.
0: Yes. I mean, now they have even better. They have like strawberries and cream and stuff. Oh, but know. apple cinnamon of the flavors they had back then. Yeah. It's like the maple always seemed like to languish on the shelf. So she yeah. would just buy apple cinnamon because yes. she ate cream of wheat. Oh, that was like her hot yes. cereals. So that's like yes. very old people now. But yeah, it wasn't until high school that I even knew that was a valid
1: snack. I could just imagine you being like, Mom, have you heard the news? There's instant oatmeal. <laughs> and it's it <laughs> it really good. And she's like, yeah, because they put tons of sugar in it. There is tons of sugar in it. Yeah. She was spot on about that. But yeah, we would just eat it straight out of the pack. The, the apple cinnamon is really good because it had those dried apple pieces yes. in there. Mm. <laughs> so Delish. Delicious. Like you can't get dried apples. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I honestly didn't know when I was a kid, that would have been mind boggling to me because we never had dried fruit except reasons.
0: Right. Well, here's something else. Did you eat
1: pudding cups? Oh, yes. That was a very that rare snack. That was a treat. Yes. yes. Those disappeared fast in yes. my house when I was growing up. The last one I can remember is, again, something we still do to this day is just microwave nachos. We and my family <gasps> call them redneck nachos, which is just chips on a plate, shredded cheddar, and put it in the microwave there you go. You've got redneck nachos. We would do that,
0: but in the oven also,
1: because I feel
0: like this is turning into a show. My mom's weird quirks of growing up, but that's just <laughs> how it is, right? It's our families. Yes. She did not get a microwave. She was like, no, what? God did not mean us to cook that fast.
1: Oh my gosh. I never so knew
0: this. When they moved, when I was almost 30... <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. They moved gosh. into a new
0: construction house that came with a microwave. She was like, I don't want that. And they were like, we can't, it's built in.
1: Wow. Yeah. We okay. did not have
0: a microwave growing up. So that did limit our snacks to some degree. Because then as like, you know, things progressed and there were so many more like Hot Pockets.
1: You couldn't do
0: hot pockets, you know, like stuff that you could make.
1: Yes. Okay. That's mind-boggling to me. I never knew this about you in many years of friendship. This is the first I've heard of
0: this. Like I lived in the dark ages. And that's what we would tell her. She's like, you don't need it. You can just warm things up on the stove.
1: Yeah. You'd go over to friends' houses and be like, Y'all got a microwave? (laughs) I was like, show me how to
0: use it. (laughs) Let's make instant oatmeal in the microwave. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay, thank you for endearing my trip down memory lane. No, that was so fun. When I watched that TikTok, I was like, we didn't all grow up like this? Yeah. I thought this was normal. But then AJ is like, she thinks that she's living this very underprivileged childhood because there's not constantly, you know, Pringles and Oreos or whatever in the cabinet. I don't know. It's so funny how we grew up really affects how we think about the foods that we keep at our house.
0: I'm sure some of it has to do too with just the way food has changed. There's yes. so many more options and there are mm. more snacks. I feel like there weren't as many options back then. Yeah. So yeah, like Oreos were a treat. My mom baked cookies. So like, again, not a bad thing, but that was what we usually ate when we came home from school is she always had a tin of cookies. Yes. And so yeah. we would just grab handfuls of cookies if she wasn't watching and go eat those. And so- Oddly, even though we got this great homemade cookie at our disposal all the time, what we really wanted was Oreos and Chips Ahoy. You
1: exactly. Know? I know. We are crazy. Yes. I totally relate to that so much. Okay. Well, let's get into talking about the snacks that we're into. In fact, since we've been talking about Oreos and after school mm-hmm. snacks, let's talk about some of our favorite sweet snacks. Kelly, why don't you get us going on this? Okay. This
0: is a weird thing that has happened to me is that as I've gotten older, I don't have as many sweet snacks Same. as I used yes. to. It's so true. In fact, you know what? I was thinking about these very classic sorts of snacks, like the hostess sort of snacks, mm-hmm. that I did used to eat a lot of when I was a teenager and young adult even. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't appeal to me as much anymore. It's so, true. so I will still eat an Oreo for sure. Like if somebody gives me one. Yeah. I used to love chewy oh. Chips Ahoy. Oh, chewy had to be only, the chewy ones. please. Yes. yes,
1: that's the gospel truth right there. But like now someone- the crunchy ones.
0: <laughs> well, somebody, but ew. <laughs> but now if you yeah. gave me, I would actually like just set it down to the side, and not eat it, a chewy Chips Ahoy, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. there was, I still see these occasionally. Hostess made things, it was called a Susie Q.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Two pieces
0: of chocolate cake and like a marshmallowy sort of frosting in the middle. And it wasn't right. enveloped. It looked kind of like an ice cream sandwich, but it wasn't. You know, like you could see the white stuff.
1: I would be tempted to buy one just for nostalgia. Nostalgia, exactly. Yes. Okay. Before we move on, I do have to say this about hostess snacks. You just unlocked a core memory for me when you said that. (laughs) Again, my parents, super, super middle class, trying to feed four kids. My mom would go to, I don't know if these still exist, but somehow in most of the small towns in Oklahoma that I grew up in, there would be a hostess outlet. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. So she would go to like the hostess outlet and stock up because it would, it be like the things that were probably expired or they were yes, about to expire. Right. They were like old. Okay. But they were inedible. You could right. totally still eat well, them. I mean, you could probably still
0: eat them today from then. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they have a lot of preservatives in them. There's very actual food, little food. in This them. is
1: vintage 1986 <laughs> Twinkie for your dining pleasure. But she would go and like stock up like a month's worth of snacks at the hostess store. And then she would bring them home. And we always had a chest freezer. My parents called it a deep freeze. I wasn't until I was like a lot older that I realized like deep freeze is more like at a restaurant or whatever. They had a chest freezer. She would fill that thing up with the treats and the goodies from the hostess outlet. And then we'd have like all these frozen snacks. And so it was kind of like in retrospect, she said it was to keep them fresher longer. Like if you'd freeze them, then they're not going to go bad so fast. In retrospect, I think it was also so that we didn't just like devour them all because you had to like yes. go out to the garage and get it out and wait for it to defrost or whatever. It's a good
0: technique as a mom. I haven't thought
1: about that in so long. But the Hostess snack cakes from the outlet store were a key part of my childhood. But now I am the same way. Like AJ likes those orange cupcakes, and I, I think they're Hostess. They're like one of the okay one of the snack cake companies makes them, and I used to love those when I was a kid. And now I could take maybe a bite, like you said. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe when you get older, like eat what you like, love what yes, you love. Yes, right. Have. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. for me, just like the sugar, it makes me feel so uh, Yeah.
0: So. It's a little overkill. I think that kids, yeah. I'm just going to guess kids have a higher tolerance for that sort of thing. I also feel like when I was younger, I used to gravitate more toward chocolate. And as I've gotten older, I gravitate more toward fruit flavors and yeah. especially which is something that wasn't even around when I was a true kid, sour candy. So Mm. that is my weakness, my big, big weakness with Mm -hmm. sweet candies, sweet sour, Mm -hmm. is the best one that if I can keep around, it will really satisfy a craving and last a long time. The classic, the OG Jolly Ranchers. Okay. I love a Jolly Rancher and we forget about hard candy because Mm -hmm. we have so many chewy candies. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing something like I'm eating a Werther's original. Like someday they're going to make a commercial of us being old and being like, I'm having a green apple Jolly Rancher. And our grandkids are going to be like, oh, the old people's candy. (laughs) you know? Because who has hard candy anymore? (laughs) Of kids. I know. I know. It's true. (laughs) I mean, truly, tell me. Nobody. I mean, if your kids eat hard candy, I want to know about it. Because my kids, it's not like they would refuse it. Again, they just like, that's not what they are going to pick up if they're at the store.
1: Actually, JK, one of our twins, he does love Jolly Ranchers. Sometimes I'll let them go. We'll go to the gas station or whatever. I'll be like, you can pick one treat. And he always goes for the hard Jolly Ranchers. And I'm okay. always like, don't choke on them. <laughs> Even though they're 10, I have this like weird paranoia that when I get to choke on a hard
0: candy. <laughs> I am laughing because that's such a mom thing. We're talking about how our moms trained us in snacks. Yes. And yet we have become them. Just a new iteration. We're like, don't choke on the hard candy. <laughs> We'll know that we've crossed the line when we start to keep those individual package, not chewy lifesavers, but those mint lifesavery things that people can crunch because they're soft. They're not a hard, hard. Yes. Oh my word. (laughs) I will also say, and we're coming into the season here, the season of the jelly beans. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. The Jolly Rancher jelly beans Mm, are the best Mm -hmm. jelly beans. Definitely. Yeah. And I will fight somebody over that. The Starburst ones. Okay. But the Jolly Rancher ones are amazing, and I really can't keep them in the house. And they're already in the stores.
1: What? Oh, yes. Oh, it's yes. It's the middle of February. When I guess I don't know when Easter is this year, but... I mean, even before Valentine's is over. Yeah.
0: They've got the Easter spring stuff, like, in the wings. I saw last week, so before Valentine's Day, I saw a section of spring Easter candy at Target.
1: Come on, retailers. Give us a minute to breathe. Please. They're like...
0: What kind of candy do you want now? <laughs>
1: That's right? exactly what they're doing, yes. Yes.
0: That's a good one. I'm going to think there are some others. So the Mike and Ikes, the sour Mike and Ikes. Okay. So a regular Mike and Ike is good, but the
1: yeah. sour Mike and
0: Ike is even better.
1: This is so interesting to me. We were going to talk about candy and snack, or just snacks in general that we don't eat. This is killing me. I hate sour candy.
0: <laughs> <gasps> okay. see, so We're saving this, you guys. You have to get to the end of the episode to like talk about the things that we would never eat. But- that's interesting.
1: Why do you not like it? It makes my mouth feel weird. The texture, it feels like it's tearing up my mouth. Do I have a sensitive mouth? I don't know. Maybe.
0: I'm thinking that's like half the point. It's like saying I drink a glass of wine and then I feel relaxed. The first time I had sour candy and make dates, I was in college, or at least the first time that I remember. I mm-hmm. went with a friend to a county fair. Somebody was selling, I don't even know what it was, if it was sour, like, Sour Patch Kids, maybe that was like one of the first yes. things. But it yeah. was a big bag; it was like a pound. And we okay. got on the Ferris wheel at night. Oh God! And like <laughs> Ferris wheels, you know, like they take freaking forever. Yes. And we just ate the entire bag. Like, no, had burns in them. You know what I mean? I like don't they like
1: were.
0: It. Yes, <laughs> I've never done that again. That was like you know, <laughs> I want to pucker a little bit. Like a yeah. warhead is intense, but I'll do that.
1: Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. no,
0: thank you. No, I'm not. Okay, so I've got to say one more for my friends who like sour stuff too. If you have a Target near you, there is a candy that I have recently just found at Target. This is my new favorite thing. Okay. It could actually be an awesome of the week. I could have made it that, but. Whoa. They're called filled mini straws, sour rainbow. So they're kind of like the rainbow straws that they make like the sour Mm -hmm. things, except they're flattened and they have some sort of a soury sweet and tart. I would say it's more like a sweet tart filling in them. Okay. So they're about the size of like an inch and a half. Yeah, like a little tube that's filled with something. Oh, my word. I got this for I think one of my children. And I tried one and I was like, this is mommy's.
1: <laughs> Sorry, and I won't you're let them have it this right now. Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm like, no. And so they'll sometimes come and they'll be like, I have one. And I'm like, you can have one. <laughs> <laughs> you can have one. When you find a new candy, isn't it a little dangerous like to keep it around? Yes. Especially if it's small like this where you're like, I'll just have yeah. one. It's yes. just small it's just little. And then you can't stop eating it. That's how I feel about these. (laughs) They're so good. My absolute new favorite sweet snack, a little bit like on a side where I don't know that it's healthy.
1: I am so interested to hear this. I will throw it in our next target order because it sounds like something my kids would love. So thanks for the heads up on that. Okay. So what about you? If you don't eat sour candy, what do you eat on the sweet side? I don't even know. My favorite nostalgic sweet, when I was growing up, we spent so much time at my maternal grandparents' house in Kansas City, and my grandparents would keep M&Ms in the freezer, in a Tupperware carton in the freezer. Oh my gosh, just like the absolute thrill of sneaking into the kitchen when no one was paying attention, Get a little handful of frozen M&Ms. Oh my gosh, that's my kryptonite when it comes to sweets. I don't really go for them that much. I do still love a payday candy bar, too, also oh, yeah. from my childhood. I can remember going to the swimming pool. My mom would drop us off at the public swimming pool for like hours and she'd give us some money for the concession stand. If they had paydays, I was all over the payday candy. Yeah. For me, paydays almost taste like chlorine because I associate yes. it so yes. much with the public swimming pool in the summer. But those I are my two favorite payday. like go-to candies. M&M's just like room temp M&M's. Yeah, they're okay. But there's something about the frozen ones that's just so elevated. Well, that's interesting. I'll have to
0: try that. That's how I feel about Peeps, which I think we've talked before on the show about how I like Peeps stale. Like a fresh Peep is not really worth eating, but a Peep that has been finely aged
1: for at least two weeks, that's good. (laughs) Two weeks out of the wrapper and they are good to go. So I find that if I'm going to have sweets, I do kind of like that little bit of protein mixed in. So the Trader Joe's Rainbows End trail mix. Have you ever mm, tried this one? No. It's just a basic trail mix. There's nothing particularly notable about it. Well, but what it. does it have in it?
0: Because every trail mix is a little bit different. And so sometimes you find just yeah. the sweet
1: I mean, it's truly, is the classic trail mix. It's peanuts, m ms They're not real M&Ms, but you know, and there's almonds in there and maybe it's some other kind of chocolate. I can't remember. But one thing I love, this is probably just me being a complete sensory weirdo. I feel like a lot of trail mixes kind of leave a residue on your hands. And the Rainbow's End one, I feel like there's no residue left behind. Maybe that's why it's my favorite. And it does have raisins in it. I know raisins are so controversial. <laughs> I love true. raisins. And so I like the Rainbow's End trail mix from Trader Joe's. Every now and again, I'll grab a bag of that when I'm at Trader Joe's. And I'm the only person in my house that likes trail mix. So oh, wow. I'll just get a little every now and again. It lasts a long time. Yeah, <laughs> There's right. Only one person eating it. A couple of other sweet things. I do love a mug cake. There's something to me that is just so <laughs> sweet and cozy about making your own individual cake in a coffee mug. I'm going to see if I can find the recipe. I have one that I've made for years. It is a foolproof mug cake recipe. It has never failed me. I saw one on TikTok, Kelly, where someone had taken a mug cake and turned it into an Oreo mug cake. Oh, and I'm like, that makes oh, sense. That's yeah, I've elevated. tried. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. The other one that I don't really like this, my kids love it. AJ found it on TikTok. It's kind of like a DIY version of a manganata, which is a Mexican dessert, or sometimes you'll see it as Mexican street food. A true manganata, you would start with frozen mango chunks okay. and either run them through the blender or put them in one of those at-home soft serve machines mm-hmm. to kind of get it softened up. But if you want a little shortcut, and this is what AJ found on TikTok and we got the ingredients and all of my kids went nuts for it, except Nico. Nico has very toddler taste still, <laughs> you know <laughs> he's, he's not into anything spicy. Well this has it starts with tolentis, mango sorbet
0: okay. ice cream.
1: So you start with that, you empty it out into a bowl and kind of soften it, and then you layer these ingredients. So you put in a layer of the talenti, the mango sorbet, you sprinkle in some tajin. Do you guys Mm -hmm. have and Mm -hmm. use tajin? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lime chili pepper spice blend that you can get pre-bottled. Then you layer chamoy, Mm -hmm. which is a Mexican sweet syrup on top, and then you tear up pieces of fruit roll-up. It doesn't really matter the flavor of fruit (laughs) roll-up.
0: It's just like sugar on sugar and sugar. I didn't anticipate the fruit roll up. I'm like, what?
1: Yes. And you put a little fruit roll up and then you just do the layers again. And you're putting this all back into the Talenti carton, which is very, oh, okay. you know, those cartons are like so fun yeah. and satisfying. It makes a huge snack. Again, kids can share this and they all just love it. All of my kids love mango. I don't oh, know. I, I mean, mango. I'm like, okay with mango. I do love Trader Joe's dried like the chili Mango oh, slices? I haven't tried the chili
0: ones. Oh we use their gosh. just regular that they call it the soft and chewy. Yeah, those are so the sweet good, and chewy yes.
1: mango or whatever. Sweet oh my chewy. word, they're dessert.
0: They're wonderful.
1: Yes. Well, the chili ones, they're just mango slices rolled in chili powder, and I could destroy a bag of those by myself in record time. Okay. I love that so much.
0: I will definitely put that on my list. I was just at Trader Joe's, and it's probably good yeah. I didn't know that because actually, even on my snack list, I had The Virgo Mango Suckers. Okay, yeah. So my daughter's girlfriend, her family's from Mexico. She sent back a big Mm -hmm. box last summer of treats from Mexico. Oh, And these, all the different types of mango chili suckers. Mm -hmm. And I'm fairly obsessed with that flavor combination now. Yes, we've had those too. So good. So So I will have to look for the straight thing, you know, instead of it being a sucker, like mangoes rolled in chili powder sounds, I mean, that whole snack thing sounds amazing.
1: Yes, so good. Yeah. So you can make your own like at-home manganata. Yeah. My kids love it. So again, I tasted it and I was like, I can see why kids would like this. But again, it's not something I'm going to sit down and just devour. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I think that's actually kind of part of the fun for them. Yes, is for like kids. the whole process of it. Yeah, exactly. For me, I'm like, I mm, don't know. And for a sweet thing, I'm probably not going to do that. But the kids love it. Do you have any other sweet stuff to talk about? No. Sweet I mean, snack. When, I think when you said trail
0: mix, that feels like the bridge, you know, because yes. it's like sweet and salty. It's the peanut butter spoon with the chocolate chip idea. A sweet and salty snack is a little dangerous. I don't have a trail mix right now, but the other night I really was craving some. So I just like made my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I grabbed m and peanuts and some raisins. Okay. So you eat raisins too. I am a Raisinato. Do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I just made that up in case you didn't know.
1: (laughs) Do you sometimes feel marginalized that you like raisins?
0: (laughs) I do a little bit. I I feel like I'm a part of a marginalized community that I just named. The Raisinados. Those of us who like raisins in our trail mix and in our muffins
1: and in our cinnamon
0: bread and cookies and an oatmeal cookie. Yes,
1: people have complete meltdowns. If somebody presents an oatmeal raisin cookie, I'm like, that's It's an oatmeal
0: frickin' raisin cookie. (laughs) I like just an oatmeal cookie. I mean, oatmeal's great in a lot of things. Oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, go for it.
1: But like an oatmeal raisin cookie is a thing. Yeah. And did you know you can make instant oatmeal in the microwave?
0: We are a wealth of information today. It's a good thing our Austins of the week were from the modern age.
1: Right. I know.
0: We're going to give everybody a Werther's Original at the end. or a Charlie Rancher.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't breathe. Okay. We're going to take a little break so I can get a hold of myself. <laughs> but we do have even more snack talk coming up when we come right back. Okay, we are back. I have managed to get a hold of myself and stop laughing for just a minute to say, let's talk about some more savory snacks. I mean, Kelly, you really hit the nail on the head for me when you said sweet snacks. I really feel like I could take or leave these days. It kind of depends on what mood I'm in, where I am in my cycle, honestly. (laughs) But a savory snack, oh yes, I will be 100% down for whatever you brought to the table for a savory snack. So Kelly, tell us some of yours, kind of your go-tos. Okay,
0: so the one that is topping my list right now, and this was the funny part, was when you said, do you want to talk about snacks? And I thought, do I? And then I started, I literally just went and opened up my cupboards and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start eating that right now. (laughs) This was the thing. So I get these at Costco, but you can get them anywhere. It's by a brand called Late July and they're jalapeno lime tortilla chips. Ooh,
1: nice. I haven't seen those, but now I will look for them.
0: I almost lack words. They are... (laughs) like, so are you okay? good. She's like, oh no, we're frozen. <laughs> Did we freeze up? <laughs> I'm not frozen. I'm just like, they're the perfect blend of that jalapeno and lime. Like they're spicy. If you eat a lot of them, which it's impossible not to do because I feel like with spicy things, which yeah. again, the older I get, just like with sour, I want more spice. You eat one and you're like, I'll just have a couple. But you can't. It's like the spice makes you be like, I need another chip. Mm, it's so spicy. I need another yes. chip. So you just keep eating them. And even Corey, who is a non-snacker for the most part. Yes. Like when I have these chips out, he's like, same thing. He was saying, these are good. And I was like, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> no, wait, tell me what they're called again, because so I really am going to look for these.
0: They're jalapeno lime okay. chips, but the brand is called Late July.
1: Okay. I'm totally going to look for that. So
0: yeah. They have a, you know, a huge bag of them at Costco. Of course, I buy them for my family and then I eat them (laughs) because I'm like, I don't want these with a chili, like they're a great snacking chip where I feel like, I suppose you could have it with a sandwich or something, but I feel like, and maybe this is just me, when I'm eating chips with something, Mm -hmm. I want them to be a little more plain. I don't want them to overpower my sandwich or my soup or whatever I'm Mm -hmm. eating. I want them to be more like a potato chip or a corn chip. Keep it simple. Yes. If I'm just eating chips. And lately, you guys, I will confess, when I'm eating these is like when I'm making dinner. Oh, nice. If I'm making dinner, it's like not in the crock pot. I'm like, I yeah. just gonna have a few chips.
1: hmm
0: Yeah, it's just your appetizer. I yeah, mean. and then people are like, you're not eating much for dinner. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Another thing that I get at Costco that's a little different and also really good and kind of healthy. So this is nice when you're like, I want a snack, but I don't want to be overwhelmed by it, you know, like feeling really heavy. It's by a brand called Off the Eaten Path. Okay. And they're veggie crisps. Mm -hmm. So they are a rice-based, like a little tiny rice cake cracker Yeah, almost in texture. And then they have some dried veggies in them, like peas or corn or something like that. But just the flavor, like they've got just the right amount of salt. And like maybe, I don't know what the other flavor is. It's not onion, but they're really good. They've got a really cool texture because they're more like a rice cake that's been flattened. See, I love a rice cake. I do too. Like back in the day, a real yes, rice cake. Yes, So this has got that flavor base. Yeah. And then it's got a little kick on top of it, more savoriness. A rice cake itself is very bland, but you know, like if you put something on it. So those are the two things. I would say that I feel like honorary has to be Skinny Pop. I have yeah. a popcorn machine. You taught me how to make popcorn in microwave. All of those things have fallen by the wayside because Skinny Pop is really good and it's always just ready. Again, it's ready to go. I don't even want to make popcorn. That's how lazy I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's my threshold. Like I will pour cereal. I will get out chips. Anything more than that. Yeah. It's not a snack anymore. Now it's a meal. I don't want to make it. (laughs) But I also have a whole category of snacking cheese. Mm, Oh my gosh. Yes. Because that is a snack that will leave me satisfied longer. Totally. Yes, absolutely. So in that category, I have to tell you, these are both Aldi finds. So Aldi has the string cheese section, Mm -hmm. newer brands that they call snacking cheese. It's like string cheese for grownups, you know, idea. I
1: love it. Yeah. They're
0: individual servings. They're more like a long rectangle. They're not round, but it's different, like more elevated cheeses. So I Mm. have been obsessed with one that is a jalapeno habanero (gasps) jack cheese.
1: What? That sounds amazing. It's so
0: good. And like one stick is, you know, it's like 80 calories or something, but it lasts a long time. I feel like, like if you can kind of nibble on it and then because it's got the healthy fats and stuff, like it's really good. They also sell at Aldi and my kids like these too, which I feel like these ideas are everywhere right now, like a cheese and nut pack.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, you can find them anywhere. Thank goodness. I love them like a little protein kick for you. Exactly. So, the one that I really
0: like at Aldi, I will tell you, you know, like they have a whole bunch. They're usually sold in a three pack, all the different types of cheese with all the different other things. But this one is my favorite. It's in a green package. The brand is Snack Selects. I think it's just an Aldi brand. But it is a pepper jack cheese on one side, and the other little side is. Raisins, for okay. The raisin thank among you. Us.
1: Yes, and
0: honey roasted peanuts.
1: Yum! That sounds so good.
0: Which you could do yourself, right? You could get your mm. own pepper jack cheese, yeah, and yeah, yeah. these things. But I'm just saying those flavors together, like that little bit of spice with the sweet, and also the. It's just like the perfect little snack. So that's a really yeah. great thing to reach for too.
1: So delicious. Okay, I have to tell you, <laughs> going back to my childhood of growing up in ingredients only household, I think. I Highly influences. <laughs> this is so dumb. I shouldn't even say it. But truly, it is like my go to snack. I will get a flour tortilla. I like the low carb flour tortillas these days because they're like the same. They taste the same, but yeah, they have right. more fiber. So they're lower carb, whatever. And they fill you up more. Yeah. I will get out two sticks of string cheese, just the kind that's in there for my kids. First, you put them in just the string cheese out of their package in the microwave to soften them a little. Then you put those on the tortilla put it in the microwave, get it a little melty, get it out, sprinkle it with tahini, and roll it up. I don't know. This is a weird snack, but- That's a little weird. <laughs> I eat this almost every day. Wow. <laughs> Especially if I'm not going to be able to have time for lunch or something like right. that. I will just do this real fast, a little protein, a little spicy. I know it's weird, but again, it kind of goes back to my redneck days of growing. Well, and having a microwave. Having a microwave. (laughs) The things that I didn't get to
0: experiment with because we didn't have a microwave,
1: mom. Right, exactly. I love a chip and dip or something like a hummus. Trader Joe's dips, like I could spend so much money on just their dip section. I love them. The chips are almost irrelevant to me when the dip is really good. And Trader Uh Joe's has hands down the best store-bought hummus In the United States, and so I will. I will say that Aldi also has a very good hummus.
0: Okay, see, you know how like sometimes they have the same manufacturer. I used to think the same, and then I tried Aldi's, and I was like, this is also very good, very creamy, and they've got the same sorts of flavor. You know, centers where you can get like a toasted pine nut or sun dried tomato or whatever that they have at Trader Joe's. So, just for the Aldi shoppers out there who maybe don't have a Trader Joe's.
1: Okay. This is so good to know. I often forget about Aldi. So I need to start a little list going for these Aldi finds for sure. Also at Trader Joe's on the more savory side, these are the chips that Kyle, like Corey, is not a big snacker. He rarely is snacking, but if we have their Elote corn chips on hand, he's like, I will eat these unrepentantly all by myself. (laughs) Like he loves those so much. They do not last long around here and they really are pretty addictive. Okay, now I'm going to get into some of the ones you actually have to make. So these may not okay. be for you, okay. but... I will <laughs> allow it. Have you ever had, we call them Alabama firecrackers. <laughs> you maybe have seen them or eaten them, but they had a different name. They're basically saltines that have been soaked in oil and spices and then baked. You're looking at me like you have, I have no, no idea. idea. No,
0: I've okay. never had that. I've never heard of it, but it does sound kind of good.
1: I wonder if it is more of a southern thing. Okay, so basically you put two cups of olive oil into like a gallon Ziploc. You put in ranch dressing, onion flakes, garlic powder, black pepper, and red pepper flakes. The red pepper flakes are key because that's what gives it the fiery Mm -hmm. to the firecracker. So you mix all of that together in your bag. Then you put in like four sleeves of saltines, seal it, let it sit overnight. So it really soaks it up then you just put them on a baking sheet and bake them for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. And it makes this big bag of flavored spicy crackers. We usually have them around the holidays for some reason. But I mean, you could absolutely eat them any time of the day or night, year round. And they're just the perfect salty, but a little bit of spicy with the red pepper flakes. They are pretty oily, pretty greasy. So (laughs) be prepared for that. But yeah, I love a firecracker cracker.
0: (laughs) A firecracker cracker. No, I've never heard of that. But you did remind me of making puppy chow. Oh, yes. Uh And that's a really good snack too. But again, like I don't know that I've ever made it because it's way too much work for a snack. Like my sister would make it lots of times and then send me some or bring me some if we live in the same city. Right. And I will eat the entire package. I love puppy chow so much, but it's like the level of cooking is too high for me. (laughs) Melting chocolate and peanut butter, stirring, I don't know, that's, that's a lot of work.
1: Why would you do that when you could just dip your spoon in peanut butter? Yes, exactly. Sprinkle the chocolate chips on. Something that I have to have on hand at all times now is ramen. My girls are mm-hmm. definitely old enough to make their own ramen when they want a little snack. Again, it's some cooking. There's a little effort, you know. Although you and I have talked about the Costco frozen I was going to say, there's ramen. the ramen that you
0: add water, microwave, it's done. I mean, yeah. ramen is pretty low. I feel like ramen is almost like a snack meal. You know, yes. so to me, it's not a snack, it's a meal. Oh, yeah. But to my kids, it's absolutely a snack.
1: Yes, exactly. So they'll make their own ramen. Daisy loves to make cheesy ramen. You make like the ramen, just the noodles. And then you put shredded cheese, milk, cream cheese, if you have it, red pepper flakes. Is this called mac and cheese? <laughs> it's noodles. It's basically mac and cheese. You heat that up in a skillet and then once that's all kind of creamy and melted, you throw your ramen in there. So yeah, it's mac and cheese ramen style and she loves it. AJ likes to make ramen wraps where you cook the ramen. I bought her, I went to the Asian grocery store and got her the rice paper wraps, Mm -hmm, like make mm -hmm. a spring roll, except you fill it with ramen and cucumber slices and crab slices and stuff. And she loves those. So it's so nice when your kids, you know, when your kids are old enough to fix their own stuff sometimes AJ will fix those for me. And I'm like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, that's so so nice. nice.
0: I mean, my kids just eat, like we'd said right before we started recording, it seems like Asian snacks are really popular right now. So they will do eat a lot of ramen, especially the one that we've talked about at Costco. But mostly it's like the seaweed, the dried seaweed.
1: Oh, yes. That
0: and Mm -hmm. Pockies. They feel about Pockies like I used to feel about Oreos. You know, like,
1: can we get Pockies, mom, can we get Pockies? And I'm like, okay, this week we'll get Pockies. Yeah. Because they disappear really fast. They just disappear. Right. You open a pack and they're gone in five seconds. Exactly. Sometimes they have Pocky at Costco. Have you yes, seen Yes, no, that's where there? they want them. Yeah, okay. You know,
0: being okay. the family size that we are, Costco is exactly. like our regular shopping. And so they yes. do have like a Costco or they have a Pocky variety pack. I will say this, I'm more inclined to buy Pocky for them when we can go someplace like an Asian market where they'll have some different flavors. That's what I was
1: going to say. I do buy it at Costco sometimes and so they're like, why didn't you get the good flavors? Because we have yeah. an amazing, huge Asian grocery store because we live right by the Asian district in Oklahoma City and they have all the flavors. Yes, Going to the Asian grocery store for my kids, for my teenagers is like going to Disney World. They're yeah. like, cannot even believe the mochi and the shrimp crackers and everything that they see on yeah. TikTok that the kids are into. Yeah, it's exactly. all there.
0: That's what I got my son for Christmas, He's 19, a Snack box, a Japanese snack box. He's yes. loving it.
1: Yes. Good snacks. I guess probably the only other thing is I do still make my stovetop popcorn. My kids are going to grow up and be like, microwave popcorn exists? No, I know my older kids know from going to friends' houses or school snacks or whatever, but we never, never have microwave popcorn on hand because I always make it in the stovetop. Well, it's I buy so skinny
0: pops. so I <laughs> well, the same you're thing. Making, like you're, my kids the also don't shortcut. know. Yes. Yeah, they don't know that there's microwave popcorn.
1: It's so funny because my father-in-law, my late father-in-law, Kyle's dad, loved microwave popcorn, like craved it. And I can remember in the summer of 2008, we were moving back to Oklahoma. We'd left Texas. We were moving back to Oklahoma and we'd lived with them in the summer and the Olympics were on. Kyle was studying for industry exams. I'm not sure what my mother-in-law was doing, but my father-in-law and I were watching the Olympics and he was like, I gotta have some popcorn. And to him, that would just meant like microwave popcorn. There was no question. We turned the house upside down. He was like, I know there's got to be one packet around here somewhere. We finally found it. It was like the most satisfying bag of microwave popcorn. (laughs) I mean, it's not even like I could take it or leave it, but we still do Sunday night popcorn dinner and they love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, we grew up with the really old popcorn maker that had a little bar at the bottom that would stir the popcorn. And we'd make popcorn for movies or whatever, but we would take it on trips. This is what I remember is that when yeah. we snacked, we would bring all these different foods when we would drive on our summer trips, yep. partly to keep my dad awake. He was like, I just need something yeah. like if he was driving. So we would have old, is this a thing outside of like the upper Midwest, ice cream in huge gallon buckets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. That's how we bought ice cream. And so my mom would save all of those. So yeah. she would fill them with popcorn to take oh, on our fun. road trip.
1: Yes. So that's when
0: I feel like I ate the most popcorn and it was good. It's just that now I'm lazy. Now
1: Skinny Pop exists. So Skinny I Pop know. exists. Speaking of snacking like road trips, there are two snacks that I really love, but for some reason I never buy them or eat them unless I'm on a road trip. One yes. of them is combos. Oh wait, Combos Say are more. just basically filled peanut butter, like pretzel and peanut butter snacks. They were okay. like the original but I think they have like pizza flavored ones now, and those kinds of things. But for some reason, combos I would only ever buy like at gas stations on road trips, especially so when I was like in high school and college. The other is bugles. I yeah. love bugles, but my parents never bought bugles, and to me, bugles are for road trips only. Like that's just common knowledge. I Another thing my know. my mom would do is she would. This was even for like not even a vacation road trip. But if we even had to like drive an hour somewhere, she would load up a cooler with ice and put flavored sparkling water. Walmart used to have a line called Clearly Canadian, I think. Oh, yeah. I remember like that. that. But that had sugar in it. It wasn't it like had the sparkling sugar. water of today. No. I drank
0: those. They were yes. in glass bottles.
1: In glass bottles. Yes. And they were sweet. And she would fill up a cooler with it. I don't know. She was just being very economical, I guess. But yeah, road trip snacks were a huge deal for my family. I mean, there's four kids. They did not care if the car got messy or anything, probably just to like keep us busy and keep us mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here, put something in your mouth. Yes. So to this day, if, like I said, if I even have to drive to Tulsa, which is barely over an hour from Oklahoma City, like an hour and 20 minutes, and the kids are going with me, we always go to the gas station and load up on our snacks and stuff. That's so fun. I feel like that about Pringles. Interesting. I can yeah. eat a lot of Pringles
0: and it wasn't something we had a whole lot of. And it seems like a good road snack it was in this contained thing. Yeah. And you could pull out a couple and eat. And so we don't do as many road trips anymore because our family's too far apart. But on Delta, at least you can get snack packs, you know, you can buy a snack pack like when you're on. So you don't get your automatic foods. You can get your peanuts, your pretzels or whatever, but then anything else is extra. So you pay like $13 for this little box. We always do it because the kids think it's so fun. Yeah. They'll split it, you know, like, Ooh, what's in here? little sausage, little piece of cheese and a bag of crackers. (laughs) But they also sell, so the snack boxes are like $13. They sell one of those medium size things of Pringles for $7. And that seems like the best deal of your life when you're on an airplane. And I always am like, yes, ma'am, I will have the Pringles
1: (laughs) because I am on a trip. That's right. Exactly. Okay, before we wrap up, any other snacks that you won't eat? I already confessed to, like, I just am not going to eat a sour candy. Any
0: sour candies. Meg, I'm a little floored
1: by this. Okay, but I accept and love you. my personal
0: shame. It's not a shame. It's a preference. (laughs) Okay, I will say this. A few years ago, maybe as many as like eight years ago, I had not had a Twinkie since I was a kid. And Twinkies Uh also were very prized. Like my mom would buy Twinkies. We were like, it is the best day of their whole lives. Right. So they had Twinkies. I think it was actually at Aldi, you know, like on sale or something. Uh-huh. And I told yeah. my kids, I'm like, let's buy Twinkies. You guys, they're legitimately awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did they change the formula? I don't did know. Did they change the recipe? I was like, was it just
0: nostalgia that made, because even my kids were like, how did you eat this? They're like, it's like eating styrofoam. Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like falling, crumbling out of my mouth. I was kind of sad. So again, yeah. I mean, I know some restaurants now will make their own high end oh, Twinkies. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm not opposed to the idea of a Twinkie. I was just kind of shocked at how bad they actually were. I feel the same about those oatmeal cream pies.
1: Oh, I still love those though. Okay,
0: I always wanted those when I was a kid because again, my friends would bring them for lunch. Yes. I never had them at homemade cookies. I know, right? Ugh. And I tried one, and then I was like, no, these aren't even good. Like this icing, well, no.
1: It does leave an oily residue in your mouth. <laughs> That's not a natural. Film- a, a film filled, from the yes. icing, as I <laughs> yes. say in
0: quotes. And like, who takes two oatmeal cookies and puts them together with icing? Like, even that, <laughs> the idea is sus. I will also never eat a cheese ball. Okay. I know. And have again, a an version. Okay. I don't really like any cheesy chip. A Cheeto. Okay. Oh, really? I'll oh. eat a Dorito, but I don't like the fake cheese powder. Oh. I don't like oh. any cheese popcorn. Oh,
1: gosh. Okay. No.
0: So like the cheese balls, I feel like are the epitome of those cheese. You can get the big ones, like the big tub of cheese balls. And I have friends and family who like them and they tease me. I'm like, that is disgusting. And also a candy. I do not like Reese's Pieces. Oh, Kelly. No, I love peanut butter. I do not think that is a good candy. I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) I'm fine. People can judge me. And also I will not judge you if you like them. It's totally fine. But like, even if that's in a cookie, I will not eat the cookie. Oh, whoa. Or they put them in a lot of snack mixes. Yes. Like a trail mix with no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's almost like an olive, like an olive on a pizza taints somehow the whole pizza. Like you can take the olive off. You can still taste the olive no, in a trail mix. I'm like, I can taste the powdery blah, of Reese's Pieces. No, ma'am. No, that
1: opinion is wrong. It's <laughs> mine. So I'm sticking to it. One last one I thought of that I will not eat out of moral principle is Gardettos. Oh, really?
0: Why? Out of moral principle? You hate the Italians?
1: (laughs) No, love the Italians, hate the Gardettos. (laughs) Love the sinner, hate the sin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we could make an entire line of merch out of the the things we've said this episode. (laughs)
1: Like long live the Raisinados. Mm -hmm. But Gardettos, first of all, are too crunchy. They are too crunchy. They are sensory and satisfying. But to hear somebody eating them, oh yes, my misophonia could never. When I was in college, I took an earth science class. It was one of my general eds. We sat in tables in class. There was a girl, "Mm -mm, I'm having a physical (laughs) reaction as I remember this. There was a girl who sat behind me who brought those freaking Gardettos to class. It was a 10 a.m. class in the morning. Brought them to class every single class meeting and would sit behind me and crunch on them the whole time. Kelly? That's not okay. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. The crunching. I feel like I'm going to have a meltdown just thinking about it. But (laughs) out of the kindness to others around me, I will never eat Gardettos. You will never eat. Okay. So I feel
0: like they're a little bit like a crouton. They're very, very crunchy. And I worked at Olive Garden. Those croutons are great, but I kind of feel the same way. Like listening to someone crunch something that's so hard. Yes. Yes. Mm. No, I mean, I like a Gardetto, but I will refrain from Thanks eating never. them around you for sure. You. And maybe just, I will now not eat them out of solidarity.
1: Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Thank you for seeing me. Okay. We had so many things to say about snacks. I did not know we were going to talk for over an hour about snacks, <laughs> but really who could be surprised because snacks are so awesome. Kelly, yep. if people want to come find you on social media to talk about snacks or anything else, where can we find you all around the web? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly
0: wait, what is it? It's Kelly Gordon G- MN. It is Kelly Gordon MN. I was getting ready to say Kelly at Lovewell. That was my old oh, handle yeah. like many yeah, yeah. years ago. Somehow it's still ingrained yeah. in some sort of a channel in my brain. Kelly Gordon MN from Minnesota is my handle. And of course, Kellygordonmn.com is my website. If you're ever looking for recipes, you will not find any snack recipes there.
1: <laughs> so good. You can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find this show by searching for Sorta Awesome, whatever platform you are on. You will find us there. Awesome's happy snacking. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.